Happy freaking Monday. Let's get started with the Hilo Buffalo. This is a really weird podcast and I'll explain it in a second. But starting with Hilo Buffalo to keep it normal. So for my high, I got brand new sheets and I think this is the reason why I had the best sleep ever this weekend. Ever, ever, ever. I had like cottony sheets from Amazon that were pretty cheap. I think they were like 20 bucks. And then I just got new sheets. These were washed linen sheets, 100% linen, and they were $130 from Amazon. And they're so freaking cute with like these ruffles on them. Exactly what you would imagine them to look like, white ruffly sheets. And I freaking love them so much i think this is a reason why because ever since i put them onto my bed i've been sleeping like a freaking baby and i wake up and i just want to stay in my bed and sit in a cocoon and i never knew that my sheets could make my sleep that much better and so i love them to death and i highly recommend investing in good ass sheets i think something that i've learned as i've grown up is that you should invest heavily on your bedding (laughs) this means sheets your mattress the what do you call it the headboard like the frame whatever you should invest in that because you spend a third of your day in your bed sleeping and sleep is huge for recovering getting you the rest that you need so you can tackle the day and be the best person that you can possibly be but you can't do that if your sleep isn't that good so you should definitely invest in your bed and i am learning that more and more that's my high and for my low I am so excited for fall for so many reasons, but something that is annoying me right now is that I am really uninspired by fashion. I've been just going through Pinterest, which is what I do every new season. I like to scroll through Pinterest to get some inspiration for the new season and to like set my mind to dress for the new season. And I love dressing for the fall because it's like a perfect in-between where you can layer your clothes, but some days you don't have to and you can wear more summery clothes. And I also like the color palette of fall, so it excites me. But this year, for some reason, I just keep putting on crap and I feel like crap. So I'm like, what the hell? And I keep going out in the streets of New York and I'm looking around at these people's outfits and I'm like, bro, I need people out here to be dressing better because I am not feeling inspired. It's a little thing and I know it's not that big of a deal, but it really can set the tone for your day. Like leaving your apartment, feeling really good in outfit, that can just make my day 10 times better. So like today, I left my apartment and I was like, this is such a shitty outfit. Like I had the idea for it. I've thought about it since yesterday. I've been thinking about it for a while. I was like, okay, how am I going to wear this outfit? And I was like, okay, this looks good. And I felt good about it last night. Today, I tried it, changed a few things around to make it work. And I was like, bro, 
no, 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 this is not good. But I was late. So I had to just leave with my ugly outfit. And I was like, what a bad start to my day. But it's okay. I still had a good day. But I was still annoyed that my outfit was not that great. And finally for my buffalo, this one is not even weird. This is crazy. This is a crazy buffalo, guys. Definitely in my top five buffaloes that I could ever have (laughs) in my life. But I was walking to my friend's apartment last week. And I was planning to work from home in her area, which is upper Bronx area, right next to Columbia, very, very high up. And I never go there. This was my first time up there. I don't know anyone up there except her. And I'm just walking to her apartment really, really fast because I'm late. And I hear behind me someone call my name. So they're like, Annie. And I hear it and I'm like, I'm just hearing things and I don't think about it. So I just keep walking and I hear Annie. And then I'm like, okay, there's somebody for sure calling my name. And so there's this guy that's calling my name. So I'm turning around and I'm like so confused because I don't recognize that person. And I'm like looking at them. I'm like, who are you? Like, how do you know my name? And I was thinking about everything I was wearing that day and my backpack and everything I was carrying. I was like, does anything on my body have my name on it? And there was nothing. And the guy was like, your name's Annie, right? And I was like, yeah, why? (laughs) And he was like, and he looked at me for like a second. And then he was like, never mind. And I didn't have time to ask more questions or even talk more about it because I was late. And so I was like, okay. So I turned around and walked away really fast because I had to get to my friend's apartment. And the entire time I was walking, I was like, that is just so weird like why how did that just happen like did that just happen like am I crazy and I thought about it more and I was like who is this person like and I felt super bad because I was like maybe the person said never mind and reacted that way because they knew my name but I did not recognize them and it probably was some like childhood friend someone who went to my elementary school middle school high school whatever it was and I was like damn I'm such a sucky person because they remembered me, but I cannot remember them for my life. And I was thinking about it the entire morning. I even thought that they were somebody I matched with on Hinge. So I went on my Hinge account and I re-downloaded it and I went through all my matches and was like, which one is it? Like, he has to be here somewhere. And I, I even thought I found somebody who looked like him, but there was a lot of things that didn't match. But I was like, maybe it is him. He's like the closest person I can think of. But then later, I promise, guys, this is such a crazy story. Later later in the day, I'm just going on my laptop and I'm going on YouTube. And you can always get notifications. If you ever post YouTube videos, you'll get notifications whenever somebody comments on them. And the guy or this random person just commented on my video and said, I saw you this morning and I said, hi, but you didn't even hear me, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, oh my God, I just met my first fan. I just had my first encounter where a person randomly approached me. That is crazy. 
That is insane. And I remember texting everybody and I was like, isn't that crazy that this happened to me? Like before that, I was like, who could it be? And everyone was like, it's definitely somebody from Hinge. Mikey actually said it was somebody who could be a fan of my YouTube videos. And I was like, there's no way. I'm too small. Like seriously, guys, I'm at 900 subscribers. I'm not even being humble right now. I'm being realistic. Like this is not something that would normally happen, especially since there's millions of people in this world billions of people and the fact that this one random fan of my youtube channel saw me when i was in the most randomest part of new york city that i've never been to before walking insanely fast probably looking slightly crazy and they still recognized me when i passed by them and they still thought to say hi to me well not hi to me but just like call my name crazy and my reaction was terrible i give myself a zero out of ten for reaction execution of that interaction that was just way more embarrassing for sure for me than it was for that person because i was like what like i was so confused no thought crossed my mind that it could be a fan of my youtube channel and so it's just crazy and i will always remember the day september 20th 19th or 20th (laughs) i will remember the day after this podcast is recorded it was really cool and if you ever see me in the streets and you are not crazy and not trying to kill me and you watch my youtube videos or listen to my podcast please say hi i will try my best not to act weird or looked really confused just bear with me because it's not a normal thing but please say hi because it would be really cool to know who the hell is watching my videos and it'd be really cool to make some friends in the city or wherever i am but anyways on to the episode was trying to think of what to record for this weekend's episode and honestly there's so many things I could have recorded but if I had recorded anything else I think I would have just been very fake and just doing it to post but this is something that I really want to talk about and it's very realistic for the types of voice memos that I actually will save to myself because sometimes I'll be walking or just, you know, doing anything and I'll have this random thought, whether it is an idea for something in the future or just like an idea that I've never thought of before and I want to note it down. And so I'll write it down or I'll actually record a voice memo like I am right now. And I kind of wanted to replicate that with this episode where I'm just going to go cold turkey and kind of just speak from my mind because it has been a rough weekend. I'm going through it a little bit and it's okay. There's nothing wrong with being sad sometimes and it's... It doesn't have to be this whole thing where you feel sad and you have to do whatever you can to fix it. Sometimes I feel sad and I just want to sit in it and let it pass 
And yes, it is a little bit concerning that I do do that because what if the sadness lasts for a while? But it kind of feels, this sounds a little crazy, but it kind of feels good sometimes to just sit in it and just be like, damn, sometimes it's rough for no reason and life isn't all rainbows and butterflies and this is one of those moments so i feel sad and that is okay i decided which was a really like bad decision yesterday to read the little prince for the first time and if you've never heard of the little prince before it is a children's book which is such a lie it is a children's book but disguised for adults while they're reading it to their kids they're probably thinking about so many things it made me so sad and happy and laugh all at the same time i highly recommend it i am actually going to go get the physical copy as soon as possible i'm going to figure out how to get to a bookstore soon and buy the book because it was just that damn good but if you don't want to spend money on it you can just do what i did illegally find it online there is a free pdf version and it has the entire book in it and it is just as good as the physical copy but anyways i read it yesterday and it made me even more sad yay <laughs> because it really hit the nail on its head with what I've been feeling and thinking about recently or for like the past year ever since I graduated from college and I was just hit by a truck and was like what the hell is this like no wonder 50% of the grown-ups I meet are so annoying and grumpy it's because they've been dealing with all this crap for so many years and eventually you have to get tainted and become super cynical because this world is so freaking messed up and so i was just thinking about okay this is going to get very deep but this is the kind of thoughts that i have and i don't know maybe somebody out there thinks the same way and has had thoughts like this and this could be like a one-sided conversation that you respond to from wherever you're listening to this. I don't know, I've been thinking about the reasons why we even do anything and how the world is like structured in a way that is so counterproductive. It's so frustrating. It's like now we have a system that everyone gets put into and feels subjected by that is counterproductive that does more harm than good i feel like maybe back then it was useful but since then it hasn't really changed much with you know the advances in technology the way that people think now and just the way that people live their lives now the system hasn't really changed much to match the changes that have happened and so i feel like it slows us down a lot where you're having people work to make a living to hopefully you know live and enjoy their lives which doesn't actually work out because at the end of the day you're working forever <laughs> for one and the stress that you have and the build up and all the time that you spend your young ages you could be doing 
many other things to enjoy your time during those young ages when your body and your energy is very good so that you can really enjoy life. Instead, you have to work most of it and be stressed out and try to get a footing and you're just stressed out about, will I have enough money saved up for the future? Will I you know, be ready for the next stage of my life? And you're always looking forward to that next thing. And you don't really get to enjoy the moment and you're chasing the fact that eventually you'll get to live and enjoy life. The other thing is everyone is doing work and being a part of a system just to do it. They like I feel like everyone just goes in, does their job, and then no one ever questions or like the world forces you to not question what is going on and why you're doing anything. Like I feel like especially in the first year because I just came out of college and I was just shocked. I had so many questions of why are we doing it this way? Why are we why are we doing this? Like why are you making me do this? What's the point of this? And half the times it's like because there's nothing else to do because there's you need to be working all the time because that's what we're paying you for, but if you're going to give me work that literally leads to nothing and is counterproductive or isn't very efficient, shouldn't we spending more time on thinking about how to be more efficient and wondering why you're making me do these things? And instead of just saying, yes, 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 I'll just do it. I'll get it done. It's just so like demoralizing and upsetting when I'm in the situation and I see other people in the situation and I meet so many people that like have these dreams and that talk about life like they're so educated and they know that there's a lot of messed up things going on and they want things to be better i am speaking right now i'm one of those people i'm literally the hypocrite that i am talking about and it makes me angry all of them me all of this like everyone just makes me so angry and this is like something that came up in the little prince and it's not really a spoiler but there's like a part where they're explaining why how there's so many things in this world that are exactly the same right there's a million roses there's billions of people and we're all at the end of the day pretty much the same with slight differences it's we're not that unique there's no one out there that's super special it's just cookie cutter copies almost of each other so it's not really that big of a deal but what makes like one person more special than the other and it's the relationship that you have with them it's how you have given time and energy to caring about that person and listening to that person or that thing or whatever you have associated and tied to that object or person and then in return what they have, you know, tied back to you and how you have impacted their life. For example, like my best friend, I am there for her in a certain way where I can listen to her and be there for her when she needs somebody to understand how she feels and why she processed and approached a situation a certain way. And I am able to do that and maybe not everybody else can do that for her. And then in the same way, she does the same thing back for me. So we have this bond where uniquely we can do those things, which is why not everybody can be my freaking best friend. Even though she is just a human being 
like the other seven, eight billion people on this planet. She is more special to me than all the other seven billion people on this planet because we have this bond and this tie and we have value. We see value in each other. And so you associate this value with the other person because of the time and energy you put towards them and vice versa. You are technically responsible for the time and energy and the care that you've given to this person. And that creates an association and a unique tie and a unique story with this one person. And you can say the same thing with your job and your work and anything you do, your hobbies, whatever it is you do to spend your time. So I spend my nine hours a day working for this bank and I work for this bank and I'm giving all this time. And even though I speak out that I don't care about finances and I don't like this model and I don't support blah, 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 whatever it is, my actions are completely different where I'm dedicating so much time to this one thing. And because I've dedicated this much time, it's the same thing as providing value, providing energy, time to a person. It's the same thing. Even though there's a million jobs out there, there's a million companies out there, I chose this company to continue to work at. And because of that, I am responsible for this company surviving. I'm responsible for what I've been doing with my time to keep this company afloat and everything that this company stands for, even though verbally I don't want to. And when I read this in The Little Prince, I was literally like sitting there and you can just imagine this. And I'm sure if anyone came into my room while I was like thinking through this, I would have definitely looked crazy and just like out of my mind because I was just sitting there thinking in silence and staring at my wall but I was just like this is exactly what I've been trying to figure out how to explain this entire time I couldn't figure out how to justify or explain why it was so wrong to feed into the system why everyone just ends up being a cog in the machine and then blaming somebody else for it and being like these companies are at fault like you can't just blame yourself for not contributing like you're just one person blah blah blah. but at the end of the day we're all just one person these little hours in the day these little contributions that we make towards this one thing which is our work this company whatever it is that you're putting towards it really is a big thing little things add up to be this huge thing and so everyone just starts blaming these companies and being like it's the company's fault but dude you're part of the system. Like you are putting those eight hours every day to keep this system going. And then I was just thinking like, so yes, from the little prince's example, we are all responsible. I am responsible for this company going. No matter how little of a contribution I'm giving, I am part of the problem. And this is exactly why. It's because I'm giving that time and energy. But this is where I'm getting super frustrated because with my best friend, in my example, I provide her value, but she also provides me value. 
in the situation of working for companies, it's more so that the companies are providing me value. And when I'm in the situation where the company is overpowering the value that I provide them, I'm obviously way weaker and at a disadvantage in this situation. And so is 90% of the people out there. There's only like 10% people, I feel like, that are just working just to work. There's very few people that are doing that. And then there's 90% of people who are working their job because they have to, because they have all these excuses for why they have to work their job. And it, there's, and it sounds like I am blaming people, which I am a little bit, but because, like I said, there's responsibility towards it. We're all people that have the ability to make choices and change our actions based on our beliefs and our choices. So yes, we are all responsible. So I am a little bit of a blamer. I'm blaming people right now. I'm pointing fingers right now and even at myself. But I'm not saying it's we're all completely at fault. Like it's not 100% just us. So there's more to it, obviously. So I'm not trying to just attack people or myself right now. I just wanted to make that clear. But yeah, so we're all responsible. And the difference, though, in this situation with companies and the work that we do is that they provide us more value because we need the money that they give us, the insurance benefits, I don't know, the satisfaction of feeling like you have a big role, a big responsibility, you have people that are looking up to you, like that is something that work provides you. Another thing that you can get from work is the bragging rights, that ego boost. But then nowadays, I feel like, I don't know if it's always been like this, but if right now I can say that it feels like there's not much value that I am providing to the company because I don't have unique set of skills and I could be easily replaceable. And this is true for 90% of the people out there because there's a few 10% that know very niche and are very, very skilled at what they do. And it's just like, now that I'm thinking of it, do I just get out of this system and become maybe the way that you can get out of the system and be more picky about what you want to do and what you believe in and how you act on those beliefs. The only way that you can really be picky about it and let people listen to you, even though the system does a completely different thing, is you have to be super unique and you have to provide something that is different than other people so that you are more valuable. And then you have to make sure that when you get that value and you have those unique qualities and traits, I'm thinking out loud right here. This is like literally me forming thoughts as they're coming maybe another part of it well not maybe another part of it is that once you have those unique traits you need to make it very obvious and clear to whoever's hiring you like whoever's out there that's you know going to be working with you that you are unique and that 
other people cannot provide you this value. And only then will you be able to create a similar relationship that I just talked about with my best friend. But that is obviously easier said than done. Because in order to do that, you have to stop listening and stop following the status quo. You have to get out of your comfort zone. You have to literally be the weird one. And there's nothing wrong with being weird and crazy a little bit. Except that it does hurt a little bit when you are the weird one and the crazy one. Because people all their lives, all of us, and this is not one person's fault per se, but like we've all been trained to like shut up. We're born with like the natural instinct of being afraid of things that we do not understand. So when we don't understand something, we immediately get defensive. And the way that we attack things that scare us is really hurtful. (laughs) It's painful to the person who is receiving those attacks when they're not trying to cause harm and they're just a little bit quirky, they're a little bit weird, whatever. Oh, God, this world. It's just hard. It's just not fun being weird. So it is easier said than done. So maybe the way that the status quo, like people in the status quo, if you're choosing to not be the one that gets out of the system and fixes the system and tries to change things around, if you're not going to be that person, the least that you can do is let people be their weird selves as long as they're not harming you. As long as they're not harming you, even if you're like confused and you're like, they're making you a little bit nervous, if they're not harming you, then it's fine because you're not really fully understanding them. If you let them be and you're just kind to them and you're supportive to them, and even then, you don't even have to do that. You can just let them be. Maybe that can help the world (laughs) be a better place because then you can let that person who's a little bit weird and a little bit crazy to figure themselves out and get out of the system. By letting them get out of the system, they're able to manipulate it and take more control and kind of steer what is the status quo away from the status quo because they have more value to provide and more influence. And when you have that power, that unique power that companies and these people in power want then they kind of listen to you and they know that you're not easily replaceable and that what you have to provide is valuable and so I think it's just super important that we let those types of people shine do their thing and try to make the world change and not continue to go through a cycle of the same exact thing over and over that is super counterintuitive that's not helping anybody that's making everyone feel so shitty and waste so many people's lives time energy that they could be spending making the world a better place making their loved ones feel happier and safer that's all i have to say thanks for listening goodbye